0: Malachi chapter 2 verses 1 to 9. And now, O priests, this command is for you. If you will not listen, if you will not take it to heart to give honor to my name, says the Lord of hosts, then I will send the curse upon you, and I will curse your blessings. Indeed, I have already cursed them, because you do not lay it to heart. Behold, I will rebuke your offspring and spread dung on your faces, the dung of your offerings, and you shall be taken away with it. So shall you know that I have sent this command to you, that my covenant with Levi may stand, says the Lord of hosts. My covenant with him was one of life and peace, and I gave them to him. It was a covenant of fear, and he feared me. He stood in awe of my name true instruction was in his mouth, and no wrong was found on his lips. He walked with me in peace and uprightness, and he turned many from iniquity. For the lips of a priest should guard knowledge, and people should seek instruction from his mouth, for he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. But you have turned aside from the way. You have caused many to stumble by your instruction. You have corrupted the covenant of Levi, says the Lord of hosts. And so, I make you despised and abased before all the people, inasmuch as you do not keep my ways, but show partiality in your instruction. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Thanks be to God. Okay, so we're going after the priests now, starting mm-hmm. Malachi 2 with Will Kynes. And we have this this heavy word towards these priests who have turned towards iniquity, who've turned towards partiality and are leveraging their office uh, to oppress other people. And uh, if you read much of the Bible, you'll quickly learn that God does not like that a whole lot. So, Will, what are your thoughts on these words from Malachi 2 that you just read for us?
0: Well, the sermon on Sunday from John 9 is going Mm -hmm. after the Pharisees, right? The Pharisees for mm-hmm. their blindness and the way that they have misled the people. And you see a similar theme here uh, with the priests in mm. ancient Israel as they have misled the people. Instead of leading the people into obedience to God's word, they're leading them into disobedience. And mm-hmm. God, as you mentioned, does not like that at all. In fact, you get in verse three, this uh, striking image of taking the dung from their offerings, which we've just saw yesterday, God does not enjoy uh, because it's not the first fruits of the, you know, it's it's the lame and the blind. And yeah. takes that dung and smears it on their faces and then says, <laughs> and you shall be taken away with it. So that's oh, kind of giving man. us the image of them being thrown what into the yeah. dung heap and taken away with the dung. Uh, wow, uh, so God is not, he's not a fan of this kind of thing. Uh, And you see, you know, Jesus elsewhere in the Gospels, uh, when he's talking about the children and anyone who prevents the children from coming to me, or may a millstone be thrown around their neck and thrown into the sea. I mean, he really does not like this. this, I mean, people have been entrusted with leading the people into the worship of God, and instead they're leading them away from it. And it just Mm. makes God very angry. So, I mean, one, I guess one application point for us is we have a high responsibility uh, to represent Mm -hmm. God rightly to others. And Mm -hmm. those of us who have the opportunity to teach, are we living that out? Uh, Are we guiding people similar to what we did? We get a positive picture here. There aren't a Mm -hmm. whole lot of them in Malachi, but we get this positive picture of Levi and how Levi led the people in the covenant that they might fear God mm. uh, and stand in awe of his name. They've ins- Levi instructed people rightly and gave them knowledge and true instruction and walked with God in peace and uprightness and tur- turned many from iniquity. So may that be the way that we mm. live uh, mm-hmm. rather than leading people to not give honor to God's name. Uh, mm-hmm. and risk having the dung of our offerings smeared in our faces. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, I think we also see in this passage we see Levi, you know, he he's kind of the the good guy here. He's the he's the positive paradigm. Mm-hmm. And there's this covenant that is between God and Levi that Levi's, you know, descendants have now corrupted by know, turning against the people, making the people to stumble, and so, you know, and the Lord promises to, you know, basically spread dung on the face of these, you know, wicked people, and it, it it's really discouraging. You know, this is especially if you've read it all the way through the Old Testament and you get to the Book of Levi. I think you know, whenever I like read through Scripture, um at this point in the scriptural narrative, the the main emotion that I feel is just like, gosh, are they ever going to get it? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's like there's a good guy that comes along, but then like everything that he does gets quickly undone. And, you know, what, what I think we can see being on the other side of, you know, Uh, a new covenant that will come after this is that another priest is going to come. who's going to stand between God and man and who's not going to put obstacles before the people, but actually he's going to fulfill the law of God and he's going to open the way for the people. And that this covenant with this priest, uh, you know, a covenant so important that we named a church after it that, uh, (laughs) It actually cannot be corrupted because it, it's been sealed by by holy blood, um, you know, and uh, it's been sealed through resurrection. And so we even just begin to see this encouragement of why we need the the priest. And you know, I, I have to think that you know passages like this were echoing through the author of Hebrews' uh, mind. As he was writing these words of, you know, basically explaining how the whole Old Testament priesthood is like this rocky roller coaster that just culminates into Christ, the perfect high priest who goes through the the veil and invites us in.
0: Yeah. And so Levi is representing the priesthood. And another thing that we see is that there were positive values to the priesthood. Right. We, sometimes people will just mm-hmm. dismiss the whole Old Testament as irrelevant. But what is said here is, you know, through the priesthood, people came to fear the Lord, obey Him. They were instructed. They were enabled to walk in peace and uprightness, to turn away from iniquity. So there's a lot of potential in the law. But mm-hmm. as you mentioned over and over again, the people fall short. Of that potential but the law in itself was not a bad thing the law was a good thing that was intended as a blessing to the people to guide them into righteousness Uh, but they fall away over and over again and if you're reading in a christian bible you turn the page from malachi and you probably have a big page a page that says in big letters the new testament in Testament, mm-hmm. there is a transla- translation of the same word that's translated here, covenant, right? So mm-hmm. the, you yeah. see the old covenant I passing so away in Malachi, but the promise, the hope of a new covenant. And mm-hmm. it is really helpful to keep that in the back of your mind as you read Malachi, the mm-hmm. ways in which Christ has presented as the fulfillment of this new covenant. He is the yeah. faithful priest, whereas the, the previous priests failed. Uh, and that's a striking way to understand this text.
1: Absolutely. Well, this is a you know a great uh, just reminder. We we see a, a warning and instruction to us, and then also just an encouragement of the priest who is has come. So, for will Kahn's, this is Will Carlisle, and we will see you tomorrow as we continue through Malachi two on our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to our daily rhythm.